Welcome to the 10th Year Seniors Podcast Network. We are here for Lazarus Pit, which, I don't know, I, I think it's been almost three years since the last time that Allow anybody us to did introduce I figured Timmy would have come with that. It's not yeah. been three years. <laughs> it's not? It's not been three years. So, I think it's been about... Uh, I think let we me did ask the ra- last one around Justice League or Dawn of Justice. So, two, two, ooh, oh, geez, no, guys. we did. Was, we did that do that. Bad. I even forget about that. Yeah. Like, I thought... It's about two, two years. Okay, so that's about two years. I, okay, so I can't talk because so I don't think we've done a pod. We haven't done the wrestling pod in over a year. So, anyway... So, Lazarus Pit is basically a part about all things comic book related. Um, we were just kind of having this conversation before the part started, but like, we are in what seems like a golden age of comic related output when it comes to live action in particular. I mean, everybody knows the animated stuff in terms of animated movies, DC and Marvel, you know, kind of going back. DC has that crown right yeah. now. Can't, but I can't, mean, can't fight that. You go back to can't like the, the the Young Avengers, I think it was prior to that. Marvel had, had, a, had a good run, but DC has kind of been on the forefront. And then you look at television and um, movies, and it's just like we literally in a boom period because you we got things like Titans on TV as a show. We have Doom Patrol. We have Bat Birds Woman of Prey just came out. We have Batwoman and Supergirl. Yeah, but first yeah. of all, no, Superman. The the the, the DC TV universe, the Arrowverse, is just kind of like that's a whole separate part altogether yeah, yeah, about like the the female empowerment. Rest in peace, Ollie. That is happening. <laughs> oh. So I mean, and that's that's a, a good as place a good a place as any to start because when you when you think about the boom of comic related um, output, the Arrowverse is kind of in some ways, at, at or near the top of that list, mm-hmm. obviously the MCU is its own beast and its own animal. Mm-hmm. Um, DC, the DCEU has had its ups and downs, but the Arrowverse is kind of like that started right around the same time that the MCU kind of started with to Iron become Man, a thing, yeah. right? Um, with, with Iron Man and all of that kind of started around the same time. But you know when you're when you're in a golden age when dudes decide all right we actually do crisis on infinite earths as a crossover event a tv event right that's the thing i think that's the first thing it was over five episodes yeah the fact that they decided to do it on tv as opposed to in the movies in and of itself just shows you kind of just where we are right um so let's 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 start with crisis uh obviously this is something that from the literally the, the first episode of the, the Flash, first episode right. of the Flash ended with the headline Flash disappears so during was that crisis. Four years right? ago, five years ago. What season? Uh, we're in season six. six. So that so was six, right now. So six that was six years ago. ago. Wow! Because yeah. we're essentially it we're means, about halfway through the wow. sixth season. So you think back, it's about five and, and a half, six years ago. <laughs> no, but that's that's the other thing. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's been that long, but um. So Crisis just ended literally a couple of weeks ago. We didn't get a chance to kind of pod before, during, but we have a chance now to do after. Um, my, let's, so let's do just initial thoughts um, on, on how I'm, it went. I'm still affected. But it's like, I, I don't get excited over the Arrowverse anymore. Like I have, I've been forcing myself the last two or three weeks to watch Batwoman, Flash, yeah. Legends. Like, like that, leading to the Crisis, I was, I was on it. I was on it every week, and I was like, wait, this is it. Now I'm like... Life still goes on. Yeah, I think I think the interesting thing about that is, you know, Arrow was the first. It's why it's called the Arrowverse, right? So Arrow was the first show. So Arrow coming to an end, and in a way where it was like, okay, so Oliver Queen is dead, right? Um, In a lot of ways, it feels like the rest of these seasons of the remaining shows are kind of like in the shadow. It's 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 almost like, um, uh, uh. uh, epilogue to Arrow and then a prologue to where it goes next. Because yeah. yeah. it kind of feels like everybody is just finding their footing um, in the aftermath of Crisis, which is a conversation we kind of get to towards the end of the pod. But just in terms of initial reactions, so like I know for me, um, 
that opening sequence with the cameos and the ending sequence when they went through the remaining Earth's post crisis mm-hmm. was kind of two of the biggest um, parts of the whole thing, right? So you kind of get to see where everybody that existed in the universe as we know it now, kind of mm-hmm. where they were plotted all mm-hmm. across the multiverse. Right. Right. Um, so seeing that, like, they recognized everything, yeah. you know, Titans. Obviously, we knew they recognized the old Flash. I don't think, I don't think none of us yeah. expected to see the DCU Flash, though. No. 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 So that... Like, you're right. That... that I, and I, I still don't know... How they kept that so in. <laughs> well, Even I, from the, the, the cast. Because apparently but, um, Grant was the only one right, who knew. Yes. You knew yeah. Yeah. So that, that in and of itself, like that particular cameo, I think, was the, the, the coup d'etat yeah, of yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Because it's like, all right, cool. Like you, we kind of knew. There was so much discussion. And there were some things that you kind of just guessed. Like we figured they'll find a way to pull Titans in. Like they'll find a way to kind of show... No, but... For me, and I hate to cut you off like that, uh, but for me, the fact that that Flash cameo happened, it showed the importance not only DCTV put on the Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. It showed the importance that DC Warner Brothers, right. Warner yeah, Brothers, yeah. It, like yeah, that yeah. the entire company placed on it. Mm-hmm. Because it's not only giving credence to everything the Arrow voice had become over the last few years, mm-hmm. but it shows you the possibility because if you look at Flash, it shows you that not only we could, you know, interact with different Flashes, mm-hmm. it gave you the same concept for Batman because we had so many different incarnations yes. of Batman mm-hmm. for your part true. of this. So it just showed you that DC understood that the only way that we could move this entire product forward mm-hmm. is to literally give the fans what they want. Right. It, it, it should be no separation between TV or movies. Right. It's all one big yeah. universe. And it, it's also interesting to see if they kind of use that almost as a refresh point for all of the individual movies that are coming out now post-crisis in the... D, like, well, I don't know if they still call it the DCEU, but yeah. in terms of in, in, the, in the movies, right? If that acts as some kind of, even if it's not a hard reset, but like more of like a soft reboot, refresh point that kind of says, okay, so everything that happened prior to this is kind of, it doesn't matter as like much. How, like how the comics did the New 52. Like, right. That's yeah, what yeah, I, no, yeah. see, that's, that's, that's the point. Exactly. exactly. And I like yeah, the way yeah. Timmy bring it up because this is exactly what it showed in that, in that development mm-hmm. is that we could go the comic route with this, give everything yeah. meaning, mm-hmm. and at the same time, nothing matters too much. Right. Because if you remember in the Crisis story in the comic books, we, lo- we lost Wally. They brought yeah. back the original Flash, and then they played up that story. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with this. We lost Ollie, but at the same time, we gave you so much more and so much more possibilities. Right. Right. Like if you see Black Lightning, we have Black Lightning dropping the outside of Tide. First, ah, that's something you would like, never like, imagine seeing. And my, my my initial reaction to everything post crisis comes with like so many different possibilities yep, yep. now and so many branching off superheroes and stories that they can expand on like i'm really excited just to see where the story goes i, I, I can see goes. the next um crossovers on the beat burby was fighting with supergirl yeah. and batwoman there you go. right there you and go. that's the thing i think though the other thing that i think crisis allows is they can play around with the crossover format now right and, and i think they've, the same they've already yeah. indicated not just that but they've already indicated that when you do something as big as crisis your mm-hmm. next crossover can't you know you're not going to match up to that right yeah. away so i think they're going to use the fact that everybody's now well mm-hmm. all of the 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 arrowverse universes are now on one universe earth one earth um it allows them to do smaller crossovers and maybe do More like three or four mini crossovers a season until they mm-hmm. get back to something that requires the full, oh, big, yeah. all-out yeah. crossover. Because yeah, yeah. I think they've, they've exhausted a lot mm-hmm. in, 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 yeah. in putting on Christ. Because really, the only thing big enough right now pause is Dark Side. And we ain't getting that. You just ain't getting Dark Side on TV uh, at all. Right. So they'll, they'll well, have, I mean, I, I don't, did we ever think we were going to get crisis on infinite earth the I'm way they did it right. like even though they dropped that in the in the, the 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 post episode um part of that first flash like pilot you, you still it still felt well first of all the fact that they had it dated as 2024 told you that they was kind of like okay yeah, we're like, trying yeah. to get to this yeah, yeah. But, yeah we're waiting but we giving ourselves a whole lot of time right yeah. And it wasn't until I think they realized, okay, we have some stuff in place. We could kind of play with this. And then that's when I was like, all right, we could pull up the date. And, 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 and No, I think, I think the biggest thing about that, why they pulled up the date, wasn't so much so we have these things in place. I think it was literally Stephen Amelt saying, we've been waiting in the wing so long as the 
TV characters, mm-hmm. like you give the movies all the respect. We can't mention Batman. We can't mention this about Superman. We can't do this. We can't right. do that. Now all of a sudden, with him saying, you know what, either y'all show me the spec or I can move on, which he eventually did. Mm-hmm. Now they came to the table and it's like, all right, nothing's off. We have uh, Green Lantern being tagged to right. yeah, John Diggle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have um, Marsha Manante in his full glory almost mm-hmm. every week on Supergirl. Right. We have Lex Luthor. We have Kingdom Come Superman. Mm-hmm. We have all these possibilities mm-hmm. that were put on the table because yep. the actor said, you know what? This is a universe. Fans right. want this. And we, I, th- we, I think we got a glimpse of Kingdom Come Batman. I yeah. And any Batman in entirety, I never thought we'd get that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, and I think that's, that's the interesting thing, you know, is when you look at it... Um, when you look at Arrow, right, and you go back to the beginning, you know, re- remember how, I don't know if y'all ever heard Vince Gilligan talk about um, his concept for Breaking Bad, right? Like, he had he had a start point and an end point, right? Yeah. With mm-hmm. Arrow, um, I think it was Berlanti always said, they had a five-season plan, right? So they had a main story for each season and then yeah. a flashback story to tie to each year that Ollie was stranded on the right, ANU, right, right, right. right? So you have that as an issue as well. Essentially, you've exhausted what you had as your concept of the show by season five. And then you had season six, season seven, and then season eight being the final one, right? So even when you think about, from a material standpoint, yes, there's a whole ton of material you could pull from the comic books to do. But when you conceptually had it in your mind that you had five seasons, right? Um, I think that also kind of played a part because it's like, okay, we already... When you get a season seven, we're already two seasons beyond Wait, really what, what we planned out to kind of yeah. have. Right. And then it was like, okay, we kind of, this is now the opportunity for us to close this chapter, end the show, pull in Crisis on Infinite Earths, kind of flip some of the comic book stuff on its head, but now set a new course. Because essentially, like I said, every, every show has essentially gotten some level of a soft reboot, right? So even when you look at them, them talking about who was alive that was dead prior to yeah, crisis a lot of that stuff is going it, it means that there's a lot that they can do right. there's a lot of stories that you thought that they couldn't tell because they'd killed off a certain character on you know on one of the other one of the other shows that they can now play around with so you even see it like i know y'all don't watch supergirl like that but even with like they brought back um win shot mm-hmm. right they mm-hmm. brought back toy man's son um, post crisis now he wasn't dead like he was just somewhere else yeah. but kind of he was a legion kind mm-hmm. of playing around with some of the expectations and some of the ideas of like so now we can go back to being surprised right because yeah. you you get three or four or five seasons into a show you kind of see and you, you know the formula so it's right. like this and happens you, this happens yeah. right this and happens. you even you even look at it with like flash and the way flash set it up they said before the season started we're gonna have two essentially two half seasons right you have the first part of the season that was dealing with blood work and the lead up to crisis and then the second half of the season was going to deal with a completely different villain so even that you're looking at different ways that you can kind of play around with the format of the shows and subvert expectations and kind of like i said i think we now exist in a space where yes in the initial run of episodes post crisis is like nothing feels as important as it did before um but then on the flip side, it also kind of gives you this this rough idea of a clean slate mm. for ways that they can move forward. So you look well, at the Superman show, you know, you look at Green Arrow um, and the Canaries, which I know people have varying opinions on whether that show is going to be any good or not. Right, I right. think there's potential there, um, but you be and you have if, a tree because because basically we, we want to know. Who who's a villain? Because he's wearing the Oliver Oliver sign, so is that someone right? Who we know right. So there again, you have and, es- and especially because all of season seven, we were dealing with flash forwards mm-hmm. to the future, and there was already a story that we had. So now even that, that's wiped away. Our expectations are now switched because you you see when they went to do the the backdoor pilot and. Um, Oh, what's his name? Um, John Jr. Right. So John Jr. You know there was there was that flipping mm-hmm. right. Um, so it's it's interesting. I think in some ways we have to kind of well. I know for me, I and I always tell people like I I am open to it because ten years ago, like going back to our, the conversation we was kind of having briefly before the pod started, you couldn't you couldn't have imagined that you would get Birds of Prey. In any format as a movie, right? So to me, I look at it from the standpoint like this is all gravy. You know, like I, I grew up and as much as like Superman is my favorite comic book character, and as much as Smallville is my show, that still didn't feel like and you kinda of had a mini Justice League, you know, you had your Flash, you had your Aquaman, you had all of those things. Um, your green arrow, but it's like now 
it feels like we're in a completely different space altogether and anything from the comics is now possible. Right. Any yeah. given day, you have comic content. Any yeah. given day. Yeah. Yeah. It's not only that for me, is again... The, we ain't even touch on Watchmen. Bro, this That's is what, what I'm saying. saying. <laughs> no, this is yeah. what I'm saying and this is where I have to give the Arbor so much credit because in the last two years in particular, the power that they gave Stephen Amell and the mm-hmm. power that they gave Grant Gustin, mm-hmm. it opened up the realm of possibilities for everything and I hate to say DC adopted a Marvel concept, but... They understood that we can't take this stuff too serious. Right. Like, you could do a Joker movie and it'd be, like, Come legit. Forward, yeah. right. And then on the next time, right. you could do a Suicide Squad movie that makes no sense. Right. But I you'll find some... Like, it, mean, it's no losses in this. Like, when, when you look at Joker and you realize that the same character has now won two Academy Awards, played by two completely different and, actors, and come, in two come, completely different types of approaches to the Suicide role. Squad also won an Oscar for effects. Yeah. Effects, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, but see... That's why, I like, like, um, uh, your boy Heath Ledger's Joker doesn't quite count because obviously that's pre all of this. Yeah. But at the same time, you just look at what comic book, what comic books can do, mm-hmm. right, when executed properly. Yep. So, yeah. and I think it's interesting to kind of look at it like we talked about how um, the Arrowverse did some of the stuff that they were running. In the MCU and even in DCU and prior to, MCU. Prior yeah. to yeah. you know yeah. them attempting it in those spaces, so like I think I don't I, I don't think there's sufficient credit given to the Arrowverse shows for how much that has helped to change the narrative. No, I give it all the credit. But no, I give it all the credit. People tend to look at the MCU as like that. No, but in a lot of ways, I think you go back to the um, the Dark Knight trilogy, right, and then the the Arrowverse. And the MCU, and it kind of like all of those play different roles in how we've gotten to the place where we are now, where Doom Patrol is a show, right? right? Where yeah, yeah, swamp, a swamp thing show. Swamp thing. I mean, we don't have it anymore, yeah, yeah. but, but you know, no, but, but not for the, that, not, that was through the government. Though. That that's was, what I just gonna say. It's yeah. not because of the show. Yeah, the show was through, a quality show. I don't like I had my boy at the end of crisis just sitting there like, yeah, I know I get canceled. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I, I know I off TV. But I mean, at the same time, like I say, when you when you look at everything though, like. The Arrowverse is a very strong component of how we are, where we are. And so that's why, for me, why I'm, I'm sitting back and I'm giving grace to see where the shows go next. And I think, in a lot of ways, the back half of all of these seasons is going to be a wash because you're trying to balance how crisis yeah. affects, especially when you look at the shows that are continuing well, storylines. I thought that up until two weeks ago. Like, it's a wash in the sense that you're just waiting to see. Mm-hmm. But if you watch the storyline, particularly with Supergirl, Batwoman, and Black Lightning, mm-hmm. right. like the stories that they're telling now, Black Lightning is that. That's what I'm saying. Like it's opening up the Black concept Black of so much like right. diehard yeah. DC fans right. would want to see. We're seeing that unfold in these shows. Right. We see the Watchtower and Supergirl with right. uh, Mastermind right. and mm-hmm. Like that's something that and you would only on see. The wall. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. So yeah, it is a wash in a sense. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's a wash in a sense that balancing. So, particularly looking at, like, Supergirl, um, I think, as the main one, where balancing the story that was being told prior to Crisis on that show as a standalone, mm-hmm. and now in the post-Crisis world, it's a, it's been a little bit rough, right? And I think it's like, you're, you're trying to show the importance of what happened in Crisis to the mainline show right. while also continuing an existing story thread. That's why I think in some ways Flash had a more... Their approach is more appropriate. Easier transition. Because they have an easier transition. What happened in the first part of the season is almost irrelevant Relevant, because yep. now you're purely dealing with... And I guess because Flash has kind of this, been the centerpiece of, of Crisis as a story, it makes sense for them to say, okay, our first half of the season is going to be completely separate and apart from what we're doing in the back half because you don't have as much narrative loopholes to jump through to kind of tell both stories because that first chapter is closed. You're dealing with a completely new villain, a completely new set of stories, and you're focusing, you're allowed, you're able to focus in more naturally, in my opinion, on post-crisis plus this new threat. And like how Cisco is basically documenting on the new matters and... Metals right. back from the dead, metals and new powers. Right. Because even like that, like I saw people were breaking down um, when they showed the map. Right. And like where all yeah, of the and places I, I are. It to, so now Freeland is, Freeland is right next to Metropolis. Right. So, so there's, yes. there's a lot of, yes. I think there's going to be, um, 
there's a lot of potential and opportunity for them to excite fans. I just don't know if the back half of these seasons is going to be where it is. Because yeah. I think yeah. there's a little bit too much narrative bouncing around that you have to do to kind of finish out. When they drop that trailer this summer for the whole hour verse, this is the I think that's going to be... And like I said, it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't say that the back half of these seasons aren't going to be any good. I think it's just going to be... There's like we were all there was that build to crisis. There was all the emotion involved in it. I think in some ways it's just like we just need a moment to breathe, right? So that's why like I remember. No, I I understand exactly. And I remember we we had this conversation in the crisis and everything that's right. So like I know we had this conversation in the summer, and it's kind of the reason why, from my perspective, crisis should have been the season ender for all of the seasons. Like. That was this is this is the reason why. Go ahead. This right now to make a bird mic for a second because we're going to have a discussion. <laughs> this is look at this work. What right. what we what what we're in right now and some of the the difficulties in what the shows are doing post crisis plus finishing off this current season stories. I think I think is there's always the potential for screwing it up in a way where I feel like we'd have been better off if. The season, all of the shows ended with Crisis, and that was the end of all of the current seasons, because then you get a completely new start. You get five months between the end of the season and the start of the new season which is, to really plan out how no, which is fair. affects everything. Which is fair. So that was, that was kind of my thing from the summer. I was like, I, I think this is the type of crossover that you put at the end of all of the seasons. No, I was always starting to say just now, that is absolutely fair to judge, but I felt like it was so many intricate plot details mm-hmm. that bled over and i hate to say it like that but it bled over prior to crisis right, for example yeah. the introduction of lex luther and supergirl mm-hmm. he's been a key component yeah, for everything yeah. superman and supergirl related and if you've seen his work post-crisis then you could see how those treads still needed to go on post-crisis mm-hmm. because all of the ramifications of all of the earths being combined into one he's the only person with knowledge of it and everybody need so it, it, it gave you this dynamic of lex luther being not only the strongest man alive not you know strat wise but yeah. from from the genius yeah, standpoint yeah. Mm-hmm. like that that is the most important thing going on with supergirl the fact that lex has this insight on all these things going on everybody's trying to play catch up with him it's mm-hmm. the same thing on black lightning Black Lightning and and uh, what's his second daughter's name? Thunder. Thunder. Not Thunder. Thunder. Yeah. Like, they're the only two that is aware of everything that came out of Mm -hmm. the crisis concept. Mm -hmm. But you have so much other bleeding points. Like, we're on the same world with Superman. All of these other things actually happen, and he's reflecting on these things. Like, but I've been a vigilante for all this time. Mm Mm-hmm. But now that we're on the same road with these people, you had somebody over there fighting this injustice. You had somebody. So all of these plot lines are starting to be, you know, thread together ever so carefully. And now you're seeing this bigger picture come into right. play. No, I, I think, I, like I said, it was it's it wasn't so much like I don't think it was the wrong decision mm-hmm. to do it, it the way they did it. Rather, I think wow. I just from my perspective, I think there was. There, there was a route. If you had it at the, I had had it at the end of all of the seasons that would have just kind of made it, made some of this a little bit easier. Because I right. think there is, you're seeing here and there one or two struggles with balance that balancing act when you have that happen in the middle of a season. Yeah. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I say all of that, but at the same time, when you look at a show like Black Lightning, I think. Black Lightning has the most to gain oh, from the loss of definitely. Arrow definitely. in the Arrowverse than any of the shows. And that's even including the proposed Superman um, show with Lois and the kids um, and the proposed Green Arrow and the Canary show. I think when you look at, A, the way he was treated in Crisis, right? In terms of, he was very critical to the whole thing. And then you start to see that budding relationship between him and and Barry Uh kind of almost as not necessarily a replacement, but kind of that new idea of the Barry Ollie relationship. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential. And I think it's really cool that when you think about it, now that everybody's on the same earth, essentially he was the first superhero. Exactly. And not only that, and this is why I always tell people like, you can't disrespect Batman. Like, this whole outsider thing is such a bigger picture thing, especially for a character like Black Lightning, because it gives him that role of prominence that we now see not only in comic books, we see it in yeah, everything just, yeah, DC this. related. Yeah, yeah. Like, we put that prominence on Black Lightning now, oh, yeah, because there's no Batman. This basically the outsiders. Mm-hmm. This Superman is not... 
this this uh, Superman that we see from Superman and Lois mm-hmm. that show that they're planning, he's not as 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 forward or as wise as the Supermans that we see in other incarnations. Right. Yeah. So case in point, everything on this earth without Ollie now goes back to Bach Eignet. Right. He's the most he's the most trained. He's mm-hmm. the most seasoned. He's a veteran. Like you yeah. see everything when he did the whole Makovia trip last week. Yeah. And I and I and, I, I, and I, 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 I episode had me freaking out. I, 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 I was like, he gets stuck again. He comes too. He's like, I wait, saw, what? My no, not I again. saw the commentary in the chat after that, and I think I don't know if it was Andrew. Somebody was like. Black Lightning has the best team. I fight said me. that. that was right? I said that. Yeah. And I'm like, fam, when you look at it, like, so, this, this, this is what so is, much. And like, that's why I say, I think Black Lightning so has great to see the most to give. I feel like Black Lightning started off as one of the weaker of the show. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and 100%. now it's 100%. complete money. Yeah. <laughs> but I think looking at it, like, I, I think uh, we were having this conversation. I think, um, the Khalil story oh, man. is oh, my, probably the it. best long-running story on that show. I know we're only three seasons in, right? But I think that's been the best told story from start to finish thus far on the show. Um, when you go back and you look at that first season, he was just like the kid who got shot in his back. Like It was just yeah. like, what's yeah. happened and how they portrayed... With them locks. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a whole different story. But um, when, when you look at the development of the character from where they started to now... And you realize, like, no, like, this show has so much to gain. So much depth. From, yes, and there's so much depth to it. But, like, this is just a, another random thing. Like, one of the things I think we also don't talk about, and it's kind of like, it's a smaller thing, but this even goes back to the Smallville um, days. These guys know how to select music for these shows. Ooh, and it's not Black Lightning playlist. Black Lightning. I wish Zaman and put the title. Black Lightning as a starting point, but even, uh-huh. like, when you look at song selection in like the flash and in the other shows like like you go back to i remember and i always go back to this because this is like smallville was my show there was an uh, an episode in smallville that ended with lex luther walking out of was it lab 33 point something anyway it, it was his place where he was doing all kind of research and studies and whatnot right and so he's walking this this long hallway out of one of the containment labs and they start playing Prelude 2021, I think is the name of the song from, um, is it Elite? No, what's the name of the group? AFI, right? And it's like, their song selection literally has been on point going back to the Smallville days. And I think that's, it's one of those random aside things, but it's really important because, you, you know, you don't watch shows without music, right? There's always something. The, the music, music, the soundtrack right. is the connective tissue that kind of tells you like, okay, something is about to happen. Like you could, you could feel the intensity building in the music, but when you start to look at like their song selections from a, like a pop standpoint, like real world songs that they yeah. bring into the show to tell certain things in certain moments, they are excellent on that. And I think Black Lightning is probably the top of the line when you look at that. Because like, I know at first I thought it was like, geez, like these dudes just be trying to find like any black song to just be like, and it, it, it's, it's not any black song, but like it actually, like the songs fit and they make sense. Um, but it, again. You did a good job of that too, the first season of Luke Cage. Yes. Yes. Both seasons of Luke Cage. Yeah, no, they are, right. no. But I, I think what? even that, but that goes back to, the, you're, you're learning from what the Arrowverse is doing, right? You're learning from what, from what, um what was happening on how these other shows were being used and how things were being developed. And I think you look at that, you can see that there, the use of music is a very strong component of it. Um, I mean, that's probably a conversation for another time, but like just thinking about, you know, where we are now in this post-crisis world, right? Um, I think we are definitely going to see an increase in the prominence of Black Lightning in the universe. He's the um, new Batman. I, I started it, to make the point right. earlier. And I, like, I think this is why I give Batman so much credit. Because you see the prominence we place on characters that fill that role mm-hmm. in any DC universe. It was Arrow for such a long time. Right. Now that Arrow's out the door and a lot of the supernatural characters right. that Batman dealt with, Ra's al Ghul, Slade Wilson, right. persons like that. Now you have grounded characters so we could see some of the street level persons that Batman dealt with mm-hmm. uh, Timmy mentioned it earlier they moved Gotham more to the mid mess and put them more t- near the Metropolis Freeland is close to right. Metropolis now so there's a lot of street level persons that Superman would have dealt with we don't have a big Superman so who would be the first person that they had to interact with somewhere along the line this outside right. the team led by Black Lightning right but I mean you, you look at that squad though I mean right now 
Yeah, I think they have the best team out of all of the shows because you just that's just a flicking powerhouse, left, right, and center. Fox. Um, but it's interesting. Like we we we're gonna have some conversation um, on another part about Batman and looking at you know what Matt Reeves is, is setting up um, for the Batman movie. Um, but just in terms of, do you think we ever see Batman in the Arrowverse, like an actual? Even not if it's Bruce, not a not show, Bruce. personally, not Bruce. exactly. I personally because they won't they won't they won't ever have one on TV. Sorry, Javon, one uh, on TV and on movies, and they'll always have a Bruce on TV. We know we're always gonna be yeah. Batman for at least next ten years, so right. we might see Terry McGinnis. I was gonna right. So I I, I, I wonder if that's that's kind of the point. space, but I think I Kingdom Come lends more itself to that. Yeah. But I think what's cool too about that is. Um, you have Green Arrow and the Canaries. So you can build a future universe and have Terry McGinnis as your back and have it have that operate right. in that same twenty forty timeline right. space. Right. So now you have another option for crossovers. I, I, I don't in see, that I don't see yeah. Green Arrow and Canaries go past one season. I don't need it to. I just need one season of that. I don't need it to be season two, three, four of that. That's my opinion. That's fair. But I, mean, I, I think it depends. Mm, so I, here's the thing. I think yeah, that show yeah. is going to be very interesting. And I think the long-term potential depends on how much they lean on the characters from, also, remember, from remember the original show. Give, give you 23, 23 episodes. 23 episodes is a lot. Yeah. And I, my thing is, I don't need See, that but, show to, but be, I wonder if, to be an Arrow Light. And well, no, I think it has to be its own fear. thing. Right. But I think, I think that show is going to have a very tough hill to climb. Definitely. Because I think having it branded as Green Arrow... And the Canaries, that part doesn't matter. Having it branded as a Green Arrow show and having someone having the mantle of Green Arrow, I think is going to put a heavy weight on on, on the shoulder of the show yeah. to carry. Um, then you double down on the fact that it's led by a female Green Arrow, which I'm in a couple of group chats with people who watch comic content. <laughs> and it's just like some of the conversations I see like, oh, like you realize next year in the Arrowverse could be like four shows have female leads. Who cares? Like you have female superheroes, like yeah, you have, I'm like it's 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 fine. Like there's there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Star Girl. No, but I mean, you look you look at so, and this is true. You have Star Girl, you have Super Supergirl, you have Batwoman, and you have Green Arrow and the Canaries. You have four. You're gonna have four. You're gonna have four female heroes. Technically, Legends of Tomorrow. Right. Because you have Sarah, so that's five, right? Which. Legends just deserves a podcast on its own. Is this the one thing? Because like Entirely. that exists so it's in its own universe, thing. but it's such a good show. Um, but like, I just think you know, maybe maybe that's it. Going back to the, the question I was trying to ask, and I think we kind of all answered it, which is if you if we see a Batman, more than likely it's going to be a Terry McGinnis yeah. Batman, um, a Batman Beyond kind of approach. Mm-hmm. But like I, I like I said, I think. The way you do that is if you want longevity out of Green Arrow and the Canaries, then you build that out of like how how they did the black the the, the backdoor pilot and how they've done that in other shows. You use Green Arrow and the Canaries as the backdoor pilot for if you want to like go that Christ, out like, and like build Christ's a future universe. Batman Beyond happen like they, right almost from that standpoint. Yeah. Um, the changes in the universe brings that about it's, now. It's, it's, it's that, not a Bruce turning cold. Right. Yes. Another Earthy end up retiring and get and training in New York, yeah. right? But see, they already missed that opportunity with everything they're doing now with Batwoman. So there's a space in that universe now where they could have brought. Remember, he's missing though. That's a, no, Who's he is. Missing? Right. But then over the last two weeks, they've justified the return of so many other people. Right. You have the actual. I don't know what Earth she's from, but two. Is mean, she from her? the other sister? Right? Yeah, she, she came back. Beth came back. Uh, Beth's what is what is the name of their stepmom? She returned oh, yeah, yeah, see this yeah. week. Oh shit! What? So yeah, sorry oh, if I oh, spoil that. Sorry, Ooh, sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Monday, <laughs> y'all know I ain't watched that from last night. Spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Spoiler. But <laughs> by the time you hear this part, yeah, everybody's probably gonna already see it. We episode. had that yeah, conversation yeah. though. Like I remember, we had that conversation. I think I think Timmy was saying um, they're gonna undo that. Death. That's what I'm saying. And I was like. So something got to stick. So man. if you know, this is what I'm saying. So if you set up all of this to say that these people have a in in some way return, yeah, but they're not then, gonna, they're not going to show Bruce. No, I'm not saying that you're going to show Bruce, but it shows that more than likely, like Timmy said, he's out there somewhere. If he's missing, right. and I, I mean, crisis, it affected so many people. How in the world it 
didn't affect one of the biggest characters. My question. You wouldn't go to the extent that you did with Kingdom Come Batman if you didn't plan to use that storyline in some other way. How long are we going to be okay? With not doing with Bruce, how many seasons you willing to go? That's what I'm saying. You can't have a Gotham. I'm asking you. So I think, how, how I long think are you willing to go? One season. One season, right? They literally have the season. end. They have until the end of this season to at least yeah. give us some idea of what the hell is happening with Bruce. Okay. They, they, they only have one season. You I can't think. tease that out to second, third. You have to, even if it's just giving us a morsel that says. Or, or Lena Bach, please, God. Because <laughs> she's right there every episode. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, she like, I remember, I remember when, when people complained about, like, the flashback component of Arrow, yeah. and, like, right now, that's where I am yes. with this dear Bruce, like, like I am so over it, Someone is like, it don't bother me, in season six. it don't bother like, me, like, some old Bruce and some Snow Gavin somewhere just, oh, she sent another one, because if you take that long to give me it, like, no, it ain't gonna matter, you know, this is kind of why. Titans to have been in range with the show, at least with Batwoman, to some extent. But I felt it would have given well, it, given this a lot more depth. But it's it's and, and this is the reason why. Like I saw people saying, well, you know, how come the shows? I mean, the shows even in in, in what they showed at the start of Crisis all existed on different universes, and I think for the mm. most part they all do now, except the main. Um, Arrowverse Arrow shows, yeah. which is why Stargirl even exists on Earth 2 instead of yeah. um, Earth Prime. And she, 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 she got on Earth. Yeah, she's on Earth. Right. So she's on Earth 2 instead of being on Earth Prime. Um, but I guess you look at it and you're like, you know, what what are we going to get long term? Right? Because um, that, that's why Titans exist in a different space, See, though. Because See, but why is, how is Titans and Doom? My only problem are the very thing, and it's, it's being picky. We no, it's these, a question. These boys on Doom's Doom Patrol Doom, first. Yeah. Why are they yeah, now? Yeah, not only Beast Boy, Cyborg was on Doom Patrol. There you go. Then he yeah, moved to Titans, and then he was supposed to go back to Doom Patrol. But now they split them up on two different Earths. Yeah. So I, I'm trying to figure out like why do that, and not only why do that, taking it back to the Batman discussion, and this is why I feel like they owe something bigger to the Arrowverse. If you set all of this up, you had all of this discussion, Superman is coming back, you could at least give us just a Bruce Wayne that's retired, and somewhere along the line, everybody goes to him or refer to him as what he was. Mm. At some point, he was I the guy. Titans Bruce would, would be the Bruce, though. That's what I'm saying. So you missed that opportunity. Titans Bruce would be the friggin' Bruce, though. My God. Right, because then you you always have that you always have that in the background as a plot thread. But I think once you go to Terry McGinnis route, you kind of have to have him as a constant presence. And this is where I think CW ran into the problem. They wanted this Batgirl concept with Batwoman. Sorry, they wanted this Batwoman concept because of Supergirl, but they pushed it into a lane where they forced their hand. You mentioned Bruce Wayne so much, and you mentioned the Batman so much. People now are clamoring for that instead of what you already have in front of them. Right. Because if you give them all of this Batwoman, they ask him, well, she's in Wayne Tower. But she's operating with... To me, like, to me they literally, <laughs> how many other episodes in this season, that's how long they have to give us something more concrete about where the hell Bruce is. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think the show, from a, a viewership standpoint, can survive the end of this season and a summer without any indication of where's Bruce, what happened right. to Bruce. Even if Bruce is dead, right? right. Like even if that's yeah. even if that's the end point. You have to have something. So, you have to give the two? viewers Wondering, something. Like, where's, right. Waldo, where's Bruce? Right. Because exactly it's like literally with all these letters and stuff, a, there's a so much writing hmm? these letters. Yeah. So, so it's like there's so much um there's just so much attention given to this non-existent at least in terms of from a, a sight or a response standpoint there's so much reference to this Bruce that they have to do something about it right. but I do think you're right the way crisis affects what they can kind of do and how they can kind of play with with it and I think even if like you said I think ultimately they're the only sweet spot they can get to with that is a retired Bruce 
and using that at some point as a potential build for a Batman Beyond Terry McGinnis led yeah. kind of space. Um, but then if you get is, into that space, and I, I want us to go back deep down this Batman track because there's so much once you get into it. Yep. But once you operate in that space, then you have to use the explainer of Batman being almost the origin point for so many other things. Mm-hmm. Uh, somewhere along the lines, he made some impact on Freeland. Probably he was one of the donors yeah. behind some study. That's true, Same right. thing with, le- like, it's hard for yeah, a man that big. This is what I'm saying. A man that big can't go missing from a city that important right. without repercussions around the right. world. Right. So I, I think that's that's always going to be an interesting conversation because I think we can see that they clearly treat Batman with more reverence than they do Superman because as much as, as much as you had a Superman yeah, yeah. in live action they had Superman yeah, on shoot. that second season Supergirl right and then they had four different Supermen yeah, in Crisis so when you think about it it's like okay clearly the reverence for Batman is different like mm-hmm. what that property means to DC yeah, right. is clearly top of the line even more so than Superman is right. at this point um but I think I think there's a lot of fertile ground in what the shows can do in this post-crisis space, um, and I think it allows for, from my perspective, I think it does allow for us to be able to be shocked again, yeah. for us to be able to sure. be surprised again as fans. Because you look at a, a show like Arrow that was eight seasons in, when you think about it, Flash is six seasons in, right? Like. Yeah. Could it don't be, feel like like are we look, are we are we looking at Flash being done in two years? Bro. Probably not, right? No. But the idea of from a length standpoint, yeah. like the, the 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 run of the show, Flash is only two seasons behind where Arrow just ended, which was season eight. So and I think I, I, and I can't say the show ended in two seasons, two years. No, I can't either. Hmm? I, can't. I can't say it ended in two years. It's no, like, but that's the because well, now I mean one, it's the new cornerstone. Yeah. Two. Because you have this soft reset, reboot, post-crisis, you can kind of almost feel like you're starting a little bit over. You still have the hanging plot thread of what the hell happened to Eobard Thorne, I would say who that wasn't that involved that in crisis at all. all. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I mean, and you the, still have... And, and remember how the season started? We had seven fake God speeds. That right, has, that has to be yeah. resolved for this year ends. Before May, we have to figure out why is there been fake God speeds coming right. through. So this is there's, there's a lot. I mean, that might be something that they don't actually kind of get to. Um, but I just think, like I say, I think for people who feel like, well, I guess like how you were saying, it's been difficult to watch. I think maybe in some cases, this is probably where some people are just gonna binge at the end of the season bro, and then kind of catch up and wait to see what happens. I can see it. Just to put just to put the perfect little stitch on the topic. I want everybody who's who has experienced the Arrowverse over these last eight years and who has seen the MCU develop, exactly where we are right now is where a lot of MCU fans are about to be mm-hmm. when you realize Iron Man in these films are the more... Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like, yeah, you're right. Tony yeah, Stark... He, he, was the, he was the cornerstone the way... Like, just same way... was... The same way he said just now, I can't see Flash ending in two years because in our mind, Arrow has been such a big chapter that Flash has always been on the card. Right. Now without uh, Iron Man, we say to ourselves, "Hold on, who carries Dutch?" We 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 had three Captain America movies, three Thor movies, and I feel like we had three Iron Man movies. But so long ago, we want another Iron Man movie before we want any other any any other of these other films. Well, that's not gonna happen. We have yeah, we have yeah, trailer dropping this. Wait week. on it. Yeah, yeah. Wait on it. I mean, I feel it's about it won't be it won't be RDJ. Like conversation about wait on it. I, I gotta get all in the mic to say that it's not. Wait on it. Wait on it. Interesting. Interesting. Um, I think I, I think it's going to be a voice in Spider-Man. No, I think he could be more than that. Especially I'll do the little flop. Listen. I'll do the little flop. Listen. Listen. Bro. Okay. That's a conversation. But you... Anyway. It's a crisis point. Let's go down that rabbit hole because this is a crisis point. But no, I think in a lot of ways, the Arrowverse sits in a very similar space, like you said. Um, I think that's a very good comparison as to where the MCU sits right now because it's like, where do we go next? And how do you, how do you move forward and talk when yeah. your, your main guy was such, in both instances, such a strong lead, um, despite some of the missteps with both characters, um, had such a strong presence across both universes. You know, it is kind of so relevant, so important. Um, so yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting to see. Such a major event. Yep. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So that I think, like I said, my my, I guess, advice to people who might be feeling like they don't know where to go next. Maybe you don't watch them now. Maybe you binge them over. You you binge the back half of the seasons over the summer. 
and kind of like get geared up once you once we see what yeah. the 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 entire Arrowverse is doing going into next mm-hmm. season because I think that's when you're going to start to see the, the real potential for for um surprises like that's when you see like how how they dropped Han in the in the Fast Nine trailer. Like where it's just like nobody expected that nobody saw that coming. My, I think, my thing I think is right, that's the potential. If you could drop Han in the trailer, what the hell? That's a whole, in the movie, that's that's a whole different story. Okay, okay, okay. But yeah, that's, that's um, that's and that's probably yeah. That's like that's we, there's so much content that we could talk about in kind of like because I, I we had I remember we had this conversation I think after Fast Seven and I told you all. Oh, I know the Fast and the Furious is now a superhero that franchise. Is. Like Fuck they literally you. had your boy as a superhero, like wow. well, a super villain. But like they had Idris as a super villain. Like what are we talking about? You said that. You said that after Fast Seven. I said that after Fast Six. Like I need you to understand. Yeah, like, like we, dudes we catching that. cars in this preview. These are called a car, my dude. First of all, biggest no no. When driven dudes, dudes them have yeah. It's been five and five movies. No, oh, since, since, four. Since, four. since four. Since four. Since four. Since four. Since four. Yeah, they haven't had like races as a component of it since four. Um, but yeah, like that. That's we can and, talk about that. This in, name in, F9. In I feel like ten is be like here, ten, here. But I feel like ten. Them niggas going in space, man. But I see. I saw that. Yeah, they really, they really doing a lot. Um, but I think, like I said, I think my advice to people is just like give it, just give it a chance. Yeah, you know, breathe. It, there's a there's a, and like like Cardo said there's a lot of really yeah, interesting threads that they're kind of leaving and and, and opening and, now and slowly they right because you can slow play it now right like you don't have crisis in, you know looming in your future and see again that's why I keep saying I've been impressed by it's only been in the case of Flash one episode two two it's been two since crisis yeah 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 okay yeah. two I I think about one but uh, <laughs> same thing with lightning black lightning same thing with Supergirl and black girl. I've been impressed because of the way they've tried to develop storylines over the last two weeks. Yeah. I also think, like, you, you look at some of, like... So, just kind of, go, I guess, going show by show. Black Lightning, you have the Outsiders as this thread that we can potentially pull on. Um, wow, this has been 46 minutes. Um, awesome. Yeah, so we have... crazy. <laughs> we have Black well, Lightning. Welcome back to the Lazarus Fit. We have Black Lightning as a... a um, Outsiders as a as a yeah, plot thread, strong with, plot thread. With Supergirl, you have Lex being alive and back and now gunning for everything. Basically, Lex they, gunning they for immortality. They literally gunning for the presidency. President. Everything. Like, is so it really so fully, lo- fully, fully unlocked now as well? Well, technically yes, but technically no. Mm-hmm. He's unlocked to the standpoint that he's doing Lex's bidding, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. you can see there's two or three more levels that he could go further oh, in terms of his power. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so we we have been having this conversation about i honestly feel like the next season of supergirl brainiac is, is going to villain. be the main villain he, he, and they've, yeah. they've been playing with it for two seasons that's they what i'm saying been, they've been They're playing it to a point where he's going to be a minion for lex to back half of this year and then, and then into next season yeah, lex yeah, can't yeah. control him supergirl that, can't control right, him because like hence whole, we need superman that whole concept, that's gonna happen yeah that whole concept of like the inhibitor and all of that yeah. like you clearly was leaving that as a potential plot thread to pull on so you have that so you have Lex, and then you have the Brainiac thread in Supergirl. Um, in Flash, obviously, you have um, Mirror Master that's clearly going to play a part um, in the back half of this season. If you haven't watched, then that's your bad. It's yeah. been, it's it's been it's two it's episodes. Been, yeah. It's been two episodes, but it's really been three weeks, so you have those cues. Right. Um, so, and then, um, so Black Lightning... Flash, Supergirl, so Batwoman. Obviously, we have the whole thing with Beth. Yeah, yeah and that's coming a, that's back. That's a huge mind thing. And like, that you've been mourning this all these years, and now she's yeah. Like, so she's you kind of right. So there's there's a lot of things there, and then also what's happening with the two Beths on that Earth that doesn't seem to be happening. Oh, sorry, in that show that doesn't seem to be happening in other shows where you have two versions of the same character showing up. So even that as like, why is this different, right? As a plot thread. Um, obviously now y'all saying the mother-in-law is back um, and you can't then keep you... talking about the, the spoilers no but I mean well, I, I say it now I ain't watching yeah, 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 they're yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. but yeah like, so you look you look at that um, and then you look at Legends which has just always been its own so now it's demons thing. being combated yeah so I mean I, I, I can't I'll never I will never throw shade at Legends I love that you show you watched Legends last week no, I, I, Which I one was last week? I, yeah, last I, week is yeah, the mobster. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched, I watched that one. No, 
That wasn't last week. That was last week. No, there's been another episode since then. You when? behind? When was the next episode? It's the one with the prom. What, what day does? That was oh yes, yeah. yes yes. I watched yeah. that. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. And then Flash had the Valentine's Day episode. Right. Yeah. That was yeah. the problem. We realized Iris was an Iris. Iris. So Iris you have that. Who are you? Iris got Iris. That fool. She can't come. Yeah, she can't come. For me, he's like, he's like to me. You know your wife, like my my one of my cousins. From before they got married, he was like, my wife can't cook. They've been married for probably like almost 10 years now. His wife still can't cook. If your wife can't cook, if your girl can't cook, that shit don't change. Yeah. All right? So that should have been it. He should have known from the beginning of the episode. Who is not my wife. No, no, but he knew. But he just is like, all right, I can roll with it. Let's, right. let's see where it goes. Like, we post-crisis, like, anything is possible. Like, I don't know. Maybe that changed. Right. She didn't even use that as an excuse, right? It was like, well, I mean, I know how to cook. Like, the crisis changed that. You know what I mean? So there was, there was a lot of ways that could have played. But I think all of the shows have, like Ricardo was saying, some interesting um, plot threads that can be unraveled into really surprising and new engaging stories to kind of take us forward into the next phase like so to say, speak it's a surprise of the arrowverse and we have we're back yeah. in a place where we can be surprised again um and i think that's that that's an interesting space to operate in so i feel like you know we're in a we're in a good place the arrowverse is in a good place i think it's always going to be scary at first because it's almost like you're starting over and you have flashes the new kind of backbone of the shows um you have this increased role for black lightning obviously I'm like, I'm really looking forward to, I think even more than the back half of this season, I'm looking forward to what's going to happen next season when we're fully clear of post-crisis and we get to see what's really happening going forward. I'm really interested to know what changed because I remember before the third season, before the season of Black Lightning started, there were rumors that this would be the last season. I didn't, I, I didn't see those rumors. No, yeah, I didn't see those. It was supposed to get cancelled, but now the, the, the slight change in Black Lightning is, I don't know if you'll notice, I had to read upon it. The resistance is large, much larger now. Right. The resistance ah, was, yeah. was only about 10 or 15 people now. There's an army of them now. So that's right. like, that's a, a country. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, so I, I think there's clearly been adjustments to that show. But like I said, I think for me, you know, there's a lot of really interesting material that can be played around with now. And I think. The best thing is we're back in a place where we can be surprised. So, I mean, for me, just generally in a nutshell, I enjoyed Crisis. Um, I enjoyed the story that they told start to finish. I loved the way they kind of played around with expectations as to what happened in the comic books, as to what happened in the Arrowverse. Um, I really love the emphasis they put on Arrow as, you know, the person that restarted everything. Like, even playing off of the... I. Um, I had to become something else. That's like, I think there were so many little things that they did to kind of really show, pay proper homage to that character and that role. Um, but, like I said, I think we're just in a place now where, let's see what happens next. Yeah. And, and we're, we're in a place where we can truly just sit back and be like, I can't wait to see what happens next. Nah, that's the perfect way to sum it up. That, that is the perfect way to sum it up. Like, there's nothing else to top that. Alright, that's it for Lazarus Pit. Um, I'm not sure when we're going to drop this. And there's probably going to be a whole lot of content coming down the pipeline in the next couple of weeks. But um, we can try to be back and we can try to be consistent. All right. As always, like, subscribe, share, do the whole nine, do the damn thing. Lazarus bit out.